All right. Well, happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome to Mai Tai's at Sunset. I'm Tai. Aloha. I'm Mai. Happy Aloha Friday. I set the intention that we are going to have a lot of laughs, share a lot of positivity, have a whole lot of fun things to talk about that you guys will love and enjoy. Ready? Yes, I'm super excited to uh, get going with the recording because I have a lot of fun things to share. Mm -hmm. And uh, we received some feedback from a friend of mine, Megan who said that she would like to hear more about contrasting lifestyles. Um, she actually lives in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I feel like her life is a little bit leaning more towards the Hawaii lifestyle versus the Texas big city. But I don't know. She was telling me that she went hiking and she bought a, a above ground pool. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like her life is more tropical than it is <laughs> like big city life. But we appreciate the feedback and we will definitely be looking into talking about more things. Uh, Hawaii versus Texas. Can I just say North Carolina is gorgeous. I visited there once and that mm-hmm. was the very first time I ever saw the seasons and I saw fall trees. And it was just spectacular. Absolutely gorgeous. I love it when the seasons change. I like it when the trees are changing colors and the leaves are falling and everything. But then like come winter, it's like everything is dead looking. So, yeah. Ours is very short-lived. But That must be why we have Christmas. So that you put lights on the dead trees. (laughs) Gives them new life. I guess. I mean, uh, there's not a lot of people um, who put Christmas lights up. I know my brother does for his kids and things, and I think this year out on the land we'll do some Christmas lights. But it's still it's still kind of funny to drive around and then you see these people who, like, go all out. I've seen videos of people doing, um, like, choreographed digital, I don't know, like, cinematography on their houses. And then they have, like, Christmas lights that do these coordinated synced patterns. And I'm like, that's just way too much effort well actually since all of your nieces are little and you guys are moving to a new location this would be the first year you know that they could re-experience a new christmas and you guys could do the full-on santa claus footsteps leading up to the house the door wherever and i don't know i don't don't know if you guys have believe in santa claus oh i don't know if they believe in santa claus anymore because i think um, the kids at school ruined it for my niece because they, they told her she was crazy because she still believed in Santa Claus. I mean, kids are mean, right? Kids are mean. Uh, but there's also the elf on the shelf. And you know what? So the, They do have an elf on the shelf. The reason... You know what her, what its name is? It's coffee. Coffee. <laughs> well, the more... I, I would tell my kids that um, regardless of what other people said, <clears throat> if you don't believe in Santa, you don't get the Santa Claus gift. Oh, my gosh. My. Really? Yeah. There was no... Because, you know, there'd always be gifts from Santa under the Christmas tree. Isn't that like blackmail? Yes. Yes. It's like, I want to believe and I want to enjoy it. So you guys either play along or there's no Santa Claus gift. Because the moment you you call Santa out, Santa's gone. He's not going to believe in you. Santa doesn't believe in you if you don't believe in Santa. Yeah, but we had like multiple children in our household you know growing up and celebrating christmas so it would be like as certain kids got older i'd be like if you were in it for the other ones you're gonna kill the spirit of christmas for them <laughs> and i'm oh wow. i'm gonna take kill away the spirit of christmas. i'm gonna take away your santa gift <clears throat> i'm gonna tell santa you don't believe in them Dang. anymore yeah it's like really tough love wow but it's like a, it's the fantasy you know you it's your one time of year to go play christmas 
And you guys got enough months. All right, that's true. You have six months to plan. Something elaborate. No, I don't. It's, it's almost August. Okay, so you have like a good four months solid to plan. All right. Well, we'll, we'll think of something. I definitely want to have like a little Christmas tree in my own home. I found my electric fireplace. It uh-huh. has like the simulated flames and everything, so I'm totally down with putting some stockings <laughs> and like have one for my dogs and all and, and the donkey but all the things like I'm excited to move out there we've we've made really a lot of progress this week the electric is a going up the uh, water and sewer are being installed mm-hmm. we laid down some gravel tomorrow the carports come in I mean it's starting to come together and so it's very exciting very exciting to see it start to come together. yeah I just uh it's a lot I haven't like officially moved out there yet. Mm-hmm. I'm still in my older old place, but um, we'll get there, and then I'll be recording live from the outdoors. <laughs> Are we, we're gonna hear your donkey in the background. I won't have to add his sound effect. I know. I he'll just every time I go and see him and he starts <laughs> screaming for me. Mm-hmm. I never get my phone out fast enough. So tomorrow, when I do go out on the land mm-hmm. for the weekend. I'm going to try to have my phone out recording him. So I saw a video today, actually, and donkeys actually will do that because they miss you and they're excited to see you. So I think he gets really excited. My brother says that he doesn't really call uh, for him Mm -hmm. when he feeds him, but he does for me. So I guess we already have a special bond or whatever. I'm going to try to brush him. I'm going to try. He probably will try to kick me, but that's okay. Um, I'll take a video. Okay. Don't. Don't get hurt. I'm working on my like video formatting or video recording out there. It's very hard because I'm always using my hands. Uh-huh. So I really think I'm going to have to get like one of those harnesses that holds my phone up yeah. so it can video while I'm doing things. Because I'm doing a lot of interesting stuff. You had like, the GoPro. I know you had the head mount. I have the GoPro, but the problem is I have to like take the card out, put it in the adapter. It's a lot. So I'm thinking I'm just going to use the phone. Okay. Um, I want you all to see what I see, and it's easier when I have my phone with me, but there's a lot of f- interesting things that I do, uh, even right now. But I'm excited that everything is starting to come in. Sky is uh, getting to go out to the land t- tomorrow mm-hmm. and all weekend, so that would be great. And, yeah, super stoked. Super exciting. Okay, did you have any stories? Um. There was a few stories that we talked about yesterday. That's right. And now I forgot. That's right. I said, you said that you were unpacking. There was like. At your place. And you found like a ton. Oh, and talk about the Hawaii stuff. Of water bottles. Yeah. But yes, your Hawaii treasures too. But I want to see your water bottles because when we would go out paddling, you'd always have to have water out there. I mean, it's a workout and you're, yeah. you're an hour out from shore. So. You can't die. You need to be. You need to stay hydrated. You can't die. <laughs> well, that's that's comforting. I, I think because I just talked a lot about the land and everything. Mm-hmm. Why don't you start first, and then I'll go into my stuff. Okay. Well, today I went shopping, and I know that you said Uh-oh. your friend had a question about like lifestyles. I don't know if this is going to be good for that, but um, one of our favorite stores to go to is Madukai. It's not really a grocery shopping trip so much as it is a. Madukai is a store in Hawaii that uh, is brings imports a lot of things from Japan. And my family and I, we go there. It's really just kind of a interesting, fun shopping trip because now you're just buying weird things to try. 
And so I have show and tell. Oh, and then they also have a lot of local products, too. Um, one of the places here in Hawaii, uh, Latour Bakery, is actually really, mm-hmm. really good. They make everything. And then they send all of their breads and snacks out to everywhere. But they have, like, the best macarons on the island. That's mm-hmm. actually what they're known for. Um, and I'll give you a tip. If you go to Windward Mall on their farmer's markets day farmer market farmer's market day <laughs> um latour La bakery they sell like a whole box of mixed broken macarons and um they're super cheap because usually they're like three dollars for one cookie so you can get like a yeah you can get like a dozen of them or something like maybe half a dozen i don't know but i want to say it's like five dollars it was super cheap yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. And they're just like a little bit broken. They're just a little bit broken. Yeah. They're just too, they're not. That's fine. When you go to Latour Bakery and they have the line there, you walk up to the glass counter and it is just a mm-hmm. line of perfect, perf, perfection, perfect macarons and, and all the colors. You say perfection. Yeah. Just beautiful. Gorgeous. Okay. You want to see some fun stuff? Nice. Okay. Fun stuff. Yep. I'm ready. Um. Okay. So I have known these as different items. They're called, they call them Chinese pretzels, but I also know them as snowflakes. I'm going to show you. Have you had these? I have had those, yeah. They. I always thought they were lotus root, but they're not. They're kind of this shape. I'll take a picture. I'll put it on something. But they're they're kind of like like a, a donut. Fried, but they're... Fried noodle? They look really hard to break. No, no, they're just very fragile. And they crack like crazy, but I'll buy it. Dang! <laughs> That's crunchy. Holy moly. They're delicious. Okay. <laughs> I brought my dog up here. She's like, are you sharing? This is a weird thing. It's called PD Cut Up Cheese 10. There's a little bit of English, borrowed English in this one. I'm going to show you the package. What are those cheese fries? They kind of are. They're like breaded cheese things. I had no idea what it was. I honestly thought it was like shrimp tempura because it looks like that on the package. <laughs> so <laughs> looks like shrimp tempura. When I bit into it, I was like, oh, it's just cheese. <laughs> but it's... Hey, that's keto friendly. It's just funny. Um, No, it, it's fried. Like It's like panko batter. Oh, oh, oh. Like shrimp tempura. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Um, Not keto friendly. But to Latour... These are called puffs. I've seen those. I've Tasty, seen those. crunchy puffs. Those are pretty good. They're um, like furikake. Furikake, like. a cracker with um, mm-hmm. sesame seeds. That was also really good. This is a weird thing. Um, it says the Japanese is mitarashi danogo, um, which their translation says steamed rice cake. But there's little little tiny balls. On a stick, on a little skewer. They're like mochi balls. How funny. They're little tiny mochi balls in this gelatinous teriyaki kind of gelatinous. sauce. What a great word, gelatinous. I haven't heard that in a long jello. time. It's jello. It's jello-like. It's gelatinous. I don't know, but they're delicious. They're super soft. First time I got them, I thought they were really strange, and I didn't like it. <laughs> but then... And now you like them. Now I like them. It's weird. You know, you got to try things a few times before you're like, no, I really like those. Now I see it, and like... I start salivating and I'm like, oh my God, my, my oh, wow. brain remembers that. 
Um, that must mean you really like them. Something that I you can get anywhere is um, pineapple chunks, dried. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's, I usually get them at Trader Joe's when I'm on the mainland. So. Very happy to get that here locally. In Hawaii, there is... How much stuff did you buy? Oh, okay. I don't have a lot more show and tell. How much was the bill? Oh, okay. It was like... Um, okay, Madukai, we had a budget because today their um, internet was down, so they couldn't do any credit card transactions. So I limited um, myself to $100, which I didn't have too much more than that in my purse, so... <laughs> you never shop. That's funny. You never shop with cash, right? But you always have that emergency hundred dollar bill, and so that was shopping today. Um, Donna's cookies. Um, Donna. Donna's cookies from Honoka'a, Hawaii. People used to mm-hmm. bring this in. Like if you went to the Big Island, you'd go and buy this, and you would bring it to the other islands. But now you can just get it here, which is really nice. And this is their assorted cookie pack and it's got donna expanded she did it's got candy sprinkle cookies you go donna it's got chinese almond cookies chocolate chip cookies Mm. coconut cookies macadamia nut cookies oatmeal raisin peanut butter and shortbread and this is like 20 you think that could uh 20 bucks do you think that did you do you think that would survive a trip to texas it'll be broken maybe if you put it in Maybe if you put it in some bubble wrap, like the bubble stuff they put in the Amazon packages. Uh, I don't know. This is the last thing I got. Okay, so at Madukai, they make a whole lot of ready-to-go foods. And so mm-hmm. this was like a temptation purchase. You know, you're walking by. Oh, that looks good. Everything. Yeah. Okay, it looks. I love those. It looks amazing. This little musubi. This one is crunchy ume and wakame musubi. But and can you explain what that is for our listeners? Uh, ume and- ume is a well-known Japanese plum, pickled plum. It's very everybody mm-hmm. knows ume is, and uh, wakame. Not everybody. Okay, it's a vegetable. Maybe not North Carolina. All right, sorry, sorry. No, but um, it's a mixed. It's got crunchy little Asian pickled vegetables. Is what it is with rice. Asian pickled vegetables. Okay. Got it. But don't get suckered in because their food doesn't, I don't know why, if it's not fresh. Once it goes out and it's sitting there, it looks all pretty in its packaging. No good. But every time I bring it home, I swear it's not that great. So because I brought home also um, Spam Musubis, which looks so sad, uh, my daughter was like, that's so sad. I'm going to make some. So she made Spam Musubis. And so mm. I just had to show that to you. I made spam musubi for uh, my mom and my brother and my dad for the first time. Uh-huh. And actually, the kids had some, too. They said it was the most delicious thing they've ever had. And my brother's never had spam musubi. Oh, wow. And neither has my dad. It is just so a I make it, easy I to go. I make it for them quite often. Easy to go. Give us the recipe right now. Go ahead. So it's Japanese-style cooked rice, white rice. And so sticky, sticky rice, it's sticky rice, the short grain Japanese rice is what you have to buy. You cook it, um, package directions. Um, then you fry spam, slice spam, and you literally you have to have. It's easier if you have a spam musubi maker. You get sheets of nori. You buy the large square ones. Um, you put the sheet seaweed. Seaweed, yeah. Put it down. Put the musubi maker on top of it, and then you squish in your rice, your hot rice. Plop a piece of nice spam. You cut your spam 
to the size of your musubi maker. Because <laughs> if you only have the uh-huh. small spam, you got to cut it lengthwise and you'll you'll figure it out because it's the. Excuse me. It's a standardized can spam. Anyway, you slice that and uh, you squish it together super tight and then you lift it oh. off of your lift your musubi maker out and you wrap the, the seaweed around it like just really tight circle i actually have a video i will have to post it but there's a lot of better ones on youtube <laughs> i actually have a video from a while ago of me making spam so i can also yeah send mine too a spam musi b i actually marinate my spam after i cut it mm-hmm. i marinate it overnight in oyster sauce sugar and a little bit of soy sauce it makes kind of a sweet teriyaki sort of style and I use a little bit of furikake in the rice. In between, just a little bit because it can get salty. Well, yep. You don't want to. You don't want to break. You don't want to mix that through all of your rice. You put it in the layer right. that's between the rice layer and the spam layer. Otherwise, it'll you'll 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 Humble. have engineering problems and your rice will fall apart. It's true. <laughs> if you don't have like a spam musubi maker, you can always use the spam can to like kind of pound the rice into a shape. Yep. You can also, so that's what I do. Traditionally, um, you would do it with your hands, but it's hot rice. <laughs> yes, that's true. But um, my mom watched me make them and she was eating them along the way. The funny thing is that you mentioned like a spam musubi maker. Mm-hmm. I actually have one. Mm-hmm. And while I was unpacking my stuff from Hawaii, mm-hmm. I found it. And so I put it nice and neat where I could find it. But the only thing my mom said is she goes, hmm, that maker is too small. The ones you make are a lot bigger and like a meal. So. I don't know if we can use that. So for sentimental reasons, I put it to the side, but maybe I'll use it. Uh, <laughs> one of the fun things about like unpacking my stuff from Hawaii is that I've found all these like amazing things that I've bought or somebody's given me mm-hmm. and I haven't seen it for like four to five years. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's quite a long time. And one of the things that we were talking about is like the water bottles. I found so many hydro flasks, mm-hmm. so many like Nalgene bottles all these things, and we we're talking about how we needed it for uh, paddling, but I don't really need it now because I, I mean, I have water bottles all over the place with ice because it's so hot here when I'm outside. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the things you mentioned was, hey, it's hurricane season. Mm-hmm. You know, put them all into a Tupperware, like label them, yeah, and then when you need them, fill them up and use them. And my, I told my mom about it, and she was like, that my, that my is just so smart. <laughs> and I was like, get out of here. So I will be doing that tomorrow. I will, in your honor, I will be putting all of my. I must have like thirty to forty hydro flasks. I was like, why do I need mm-hmm. all of these? And my mom goes, every time you can't find one, you just buy one. And I'm like, okay, that's gonna stop. That's gotta stop right now. Yeah. And so, yeah. And uh, another thing that I opened up um, just recently, I found this intricately carved whale tail made out of koa wood. Beautiful. That somebody did for me mm-hmm. in front of me. And I was like, oh, I totally forgot I had this. And so now it's, it's already up on a display shelf. And I was just like, man, I miss Hawaii. I miss all the arts and crafts. I really made a lot of friendships with, um, formed a lot of friendships with people like artisans and small businesses. And I kind of miss that. I know they remember me, though. They do remember me, so it's kind of nice. But I found more of Lauren Ross art, mm-hmm. and so I put that up. And she's she's become quite famous uh, in, like, Japan and all over the place, especially in Hawaii, too. But she's she's partnered recently with um, 
Nordstrom. And uh, who makes, oh, Pilot gel pens. Mm-hmm. So she has a brand new line of gel pens. Um, that's, so I was like, wow, that's, that's, she's come so far from painting my paddles to I know. now having a deal with Pilot. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Very cool. Exciting. Very exciting. Um, so anything else that your friend asked about us? No, but I know she's listening in. She uh, she was like, I haven't been able to listen in for the past few weeks, but I'm going to catch up. So I told her that I would take her feedback and go ahead and put it out there. My family is back to wearing masks again, just just because we have little kids around us uh, in the family. I think my my parents still a lot older, susceptible to getting colds really bad. So I think it's better we just, uh, you know, take precautions. But that's why I'm looking forward to the land so much because there's nobody around. Nobody around. You have all the space in the world. Nobody around. Yep. And my donkey's not going to give me COVID. So <laughs> no, he might give me ticks, but he won't give me COVID. <laughs> so <laughs> uh. man, I I've never seen a flying snake before, but I did see one last weekend. I was uh, busy, like you know, doing the weed eating. Yeah. And we were using a saw blade, and there was a snake that flew up. Because I was cutting branches, and you might have, and all you might of, have like, really, hit it with the little weed I, whacker. I might have cut it. I might have cut it, and it flew up in the air. It's probably. Dead I heard now. the I funniest just... name for a weed whacker, and I absolutely love it, and I want to use it all the time. Um, I was watching something from New Zealand, and this guy called it a whippet snippet. A whippet snippet. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh! I want to hear more terms. For and names from other countries for the same things that we use because that is hilarious. I love it. Whip it, snip it. Whip it, snip it's it. So, I think I'm going to call it that tomorrow and see what my brother does. He'll probably be like, what the heck? It's so much more accurate, isn't it? Yeah, it cuts snakes in half, too. It snips it and whips it. <laughs> it whips it somewhere. <laughs> I think it whipped the snake up in the air, I, to be honest. I think you did. I was actually scared. There's some really big spiders out there and wasps. I was wearing my like mosquito net suit, mm-hmm. so I wasn't like really afraid of anything coming through. But snakes can bite through that. Oh, uh, wasps can get you through your little. It's a mosquito prevention. That's not the same as wasps and bees. You know what? In my mind, I felt protected. <laughs> so don't ruin that protection for my mind, think, okay? Because I, I, I feel protected. I think you need to get something else. But I can't imagine wearing something that doesn't breathe. In a hundred, what's oh, it? Oh, it's so hot. What did you say? It was over a hundred degrees. It felt, well, okay, so the index, the heat index gets over 105 degrees, mm-hmm. but the temperature is 95. Okay. But it's so hot. I'm like sweating like crazy. I wear a hat just to catch my sweat. And the other day I put like a towel on top of my head, mm-hmm. you know, like a little square towel. And I was like, man, I feel like a Japanese anime character because I just had the little... <laughs> The towel over my head. My brother's like, you really need to wear a cowboy hat out here. And I was like, I know. He's like, you need to protect your ears. And I'm like, I'm just hot. Yeah. But I get weird tan lines. Like, I'll get a hat tan line. I have the sunglass tan mm-hmm. line still from being outside. But there's nothing I can do to prevent that. Or just outside. I got sunburned, too, yeah. which I was, like, really mad about because I was wearing a tank top. Mm-hmm. I was like, why do my shoulders hurt? And then I came home and they were bright red. I'm like, well, and there you go. My brother is super dark now. Like I was saying, you need that Japanese visor, the one that I'm still looking for. In fact, I went to go again to go check, see if it was imported from Japan at Madukai. They still do not have the full face mask visor. 
Please don't wear You them. need that. I, you need that. It's so it's no, you don't have to wear sunglasses. I would never wear that. But it protects your whole face from the sun. So But you have no peripheral vision. You can't see out of your periphery. No, you see through the whole thing. The whole thing is visible. It's like one giant sunglass. Like sunglasses, but it's face size. It's a shield no. for your face. I'm just gonna say no. It's the same one that they have, I swear you that wear they have it first, in the mask. You thing wear on. it first and you take video of yourself. Sure, sure. And then you see, see how is cool the, you look. It's the visor face. Um <laughs> Oh Lord. <laughs> visor face plus my hair. That's all you have to imagine is all my long hair and then the visor. Just like on the mask. That's Singer. so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to buy you one of those. Have you seen those ostrich like pillows that you can buy for the plane? And you put your whole head in it and then you can actually put your phone at the bottom so you don't have to hold it. And you're just like your head is is in this like square box of cushion. And you can put your phone in there and you can watch like without your hands and you can like sleep. It's funny. I will have to send you a picture. I, of it. I know what it have is. Have you never seen no, that? No, I know exactly what it is. I don't think I can do that. It looks so dumb. No, I can't. It looks so I dumb. can't do that. No. Might be claustrophobic. I am claustrophobic. I don't like things pressing on my face. Yeah. I don't like things pressing on my face. Hey, you know what? I need some good sleeping tips. We need to like look that up. Or if our if our listeners are queuing in, I need I'm sleeping like crap lately. It's like either hot or uncomfortable. So what are your best sleeping tips? Honestly, it's got to be cooler weather. For good night's sleep. It's got to be cooler weather. And Man, I love it cold. Um, I have invested in really good sheets now, the, the bamboo sheets that stay okay. cool. So on top of having cool bedding, you have cool, you know, and then you, I opened my windows, but actually lately it's been raining. So I turn on my air conditioner now. I'm so spoiled. But for years... This is what you would have to do in Hawaii. If you didn't have that, you'd have to have your – I just have my my ceiling fan on. And then every once in a while, I'd have a little spritzer bottle full of water and just – and you just like mist water over yourself. And then the oh, fan no. dries you. <laughs> That's like desperate. That's funny. That's th- That's like what you do at theme parks. Yeah. That's like having – you know, people you have know. those portable fans with the little water thing on it. I stood in front. Yeah, I, I went to Universal in- Studios in the summer, and they had those giant fans with like a trough of water. Why would you go in the summer? So hot, my. So I didn't have a choice. Hot. I was. I had. I would never plan a vacation to California in the summer. In the summertime. Yeah, that would, no. It's, it's terrible. Like 100 something degrees. Yeah, no. I was there because it was a. What was it? It was college orientation. So we had to go for orientation and we were just there. And I'm like, I flew all this oh, way. Sounds we're so, going to go do so stuff. Tortured. Yeah. So tortured. Actually, I'm a little concerned because we have a trip to Disney plan and uh, the Orange County in Florida, where Disney World is located, mm-hmm. is having like a super crisis right now. Oh, no. COVID crisis. Yeah. So there, there was supposed to be a convention next week, um, and I was supposed to go to it, and it was canceled. So I just kind of think I, things are my, getting worse before they're going to get better. You know, what I'm worried about is, okay, there's the Delta variant, but what if there's, like, another one that comes right behind it? I mean, it's just, it's never ending until, like, we all are immune to it, no matter if we have the shot or not. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the people who did not get the vaccine, they've chosen to do it the hard way by catching COVID and then letting their body fight through it naturally. 
hopefully. But those are unfortunately the people that are the statistics right now that keep dying. So I just really wish that we could convince well, more people... people to just get the shot. Yeah. And then those people who cannot get the shot, you know, like they really want you to get the shot because they don't want you to give it to them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So how do we be you responsible know, human beings? I was so surprised that um, Japan hosting the Olympics, their vaccination rate is so low. I think it's like 3%. I heard. Really? Yeah. Well, I heard that. I mean, they're pretty much on lockdown. Yeah. Too. While the Olympics are going. And there's there's like no cars on the street. When you look at the aerial view of the Olympics, you're like. Where is everybody, you know, but I got to give it to, you know, I watched the opening ceremony. It wasn't really that exciting compared to like other ones because there's no crowds, mm -hmm. there's no excitement. There's no like yelling and cheering. But one of the things I have to give the volunteers and the people working in the Olympics, they're so spirited. That's one thing. And a lot of the athletes have said like the Japanese people are very, very polite, considerate. But I got to hand it to them. They are really having a tough time reminding people to stay, you know, like safe mm -hmm. i mean i watched that australian coach go crazy which i thought was very unsportsmanlike but that's my opinion mm -hmm. but that the the lady who was working was really having a hard time controlling him and his lack of protocols and everything and i was like you're a coach grow up yeah be better mm -hmm. you know i know you're excited but hey you know i don't know if you have you seen that i didn't i Maybe didn't that's intense. that's terrible um I know that Japan is losing a lot of money hosting the Olympics. Oh, yeah. I mean, all of that stuff yeah, that they built, the structures, the village, all, everything. And there's nobody there to buy tickets, nobody there to help and boost their economy to get through it. And it's really sad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They were saying something in an article that they don't really want to maybe have the Olympics like that anymore. Yeah, it's really the point of it, it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work and a lot of money. It's a this lot was the most money. expensive Olympics as far as I know. And I I actually thought China was up there with the most expensive Olympics. No, it's like number like eight or nine out of mm -hmm. ten. And Japan's was the most expensive. Now, one of the things that I really enjoyed listening about and learning about was the medals. Mm -hmm. They collected uh, materials for two years from the people of Japan. So like old electronics, cell phones things like that and they made the metals out of the recycled materials wow that's so they were able to like get gold yeah and silver and copper and all those and you know the materials to make the metals and i was like that is really cool that's really touching because it's actually from the country from the people right from the people wow that's what that's what i really enjoyed that was one of the good stories I haven't been really watching the Olympics. It's kind of disappointing to wake up and then you hear about who lost or who got this place mm -hmm. or that. And then it's like, oh, I don't really want to watch. Like the people I'm rooting for lose. You know, like I just like, dang it. I keep missing the the events. I really don't know what the timeline of events are. I really haven't looked it up either. But every time I just turn it on in the evening and I just have it on. Or I try to have it so on in the background throughout like, the day. They're like 14 hours ahead of me, mm -hmm. and I'm five hours ahead of you. So they're technically 19 hours ahead of you. Mm. That could be why. Every time I tune in, it's always saying, if you are willing to stay up a little bit later, and then I see a lot of reruns from right. things I just saw, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> waste my time. Right. I, I've been trying to watch. The one thing that I did end up watching almost live 
was the dressage because I love the horses and their attitudes. And I just <laughs> think it's so funny to watch them. You know, they're doing all these like tricks and stuff. And then people have been like putting it to different types of like rap music or kind of music. And one of them was like, you know, they do the trot. I don't even know what it is. It's like a canter or whatever. And they do it like standing still. And it, <laughs> this person is in the background with this video going, hit it, hit it. Hit it, hit it, and the hoops are like hitting it at the same time. I love it so much. I watched that video like four or five times because I was like, "This horse has so much attitude," and it's like feet are like boom, boom. I boom. have to and see then that. They, like, You're gonna send me a link to that because I I have to see it. It is so cute. Okay, it's like hit it, hit it, <laughs> hit it, hit it. Wow, like it's just funny. I I can't imagine competing in the Olympics and being rely like rely on a an animal. You know, like I know. To it's like partner. We got this right. <laughs> I watched. Um, yeah, like you don't the synchronized men's diving, and you hear that was good. You hear them like, really... okay, we got this. You know, <laughs> we got this, and it's like you have yeah. to count on your teammate. But yeah, with an animal, like, <laughs> just like you don't know. Don't know. A couple. I mean, a couple of the people who were like champions. I mean, they their horses would like act out. Like they would rear up, or they would not want to do a trick mm-hmm. or something you know they're just not feeling it and i'm like i don't know if i could compete in the olympics with like my dog <laughs> you know like it's just there's just this animal that could do whatever it wants you can't change its mind nope. they're gonna do whatever they want to do maybe they'll play along and they fly these and they fly these expensive ass horses across the world and mm-hmm. i'm like i would not want to be responsible <laughs> for like a two to three million dollar horse on a plane like no i know i have one more outing tomorrow so hopefully i will make it okay. to um costco tomorrow to go look f- i'm gonna go see if i can hunt down that person selling um pickled mango but i did get Uh-oh. you oh <gasps> you got me lehimoy powder oh that's the good stuff look at this like marukai, marukai special edition hawaii's delight lehing powder yep i got you a whole bag of whole bag of it i don't know how many ounces this is it's heavy hey if you're gonna go to costco get me some more crack the furikake um yeah snack mix checks mix furikake checks mix crack yes mix. it is so addicting it's you know the last Good. shortbread cookies that you said they were not that great. Oh, it was a different brand. Different brand. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> hit it. Hit it. <laughs> well, I can. I want to show you that so bad. You'll have so to send it to me. Right You'll have to send it to me after. After. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to look. Yeah. Okay. Don't look for it now. Okay. So um, I'm trying. What's coming up? School's starting again for my nieces and my sister-in-law, and so they'll be busy. They are. They've been really busy. My nieces were playing soccer, and somehow my sister-in-law volunteered to coach, which was really funny. Wow. But that's a commitment. But three-year-olds, like, running around. Yeah, she's never played soccer before, so I was surprised. Um, but it was really funny to watch them kick it into the wrong goal. Mm-hmm. They do. It's so cute, though. And all the parents are just cheering. But even when you're standing there, like, yelling at them, like, hey, go this way. Uh-huh. They're still going the wrong way. I'm like, no. Because they're they're in the moment. They're running and the ball is going and they're like, I'm running with it. <laughs> so funny. They're so silly. Okay. Okay. You look like you got all serious for a minute. Like you had important news. I am trying to find this stupid <laughs> 
Because I really, I really want to, I don't even know what song that is. I'm going to have to look on TikTok. Let me talk about something else. Uh, so I will definitely send you that equestrian video because I think it's really funny. Mm -hmm. What are some other highlights from the Olympics? I was very surprised to see a lot of like really unknown countries that compete yeah. in the Olympics win their first gold medal. Oh, the or Philippines. Win gold the Philippines. That woman. Philippines. She was a weightlifter, right? Heidi Lynn, some Heidi Lynn Diaz, I believe, is her name. Am I wrong? Nope, I was right. <laughs> Heidi Lynn Diaz. Mm -hmm. She did win. The Philippines' very first gold medal, mm -hmm. I think, ever in, in the history of the Olympics, the Summer Olympics. So good for her. Mm -hmm. That was really impressive. And then I don't know if you watched the first night of the Olympics, the finals. It was like a freestyle event. But this young kid from Tunisia, I was watching him from the beginning and I said something to my mom when we were watching. And I was like, you know, he doesn't stay underwater very long. So they can dive in. Yeah. And they can do a butterfly kick. And then at a certain point in the pool, you have to come up. He came up right away and was, like, doing really fast strokes. Yeah. So I was, like, watching him. I was, like, man, this guy's, like, really killing it. And normally, you know, young bucks from unknown countries sometimes go too fast out of the gate. Mm -hmm. It's from experience, right? Yeah. Just seeing him. And I used to be a swimmer, too, competitive swimmer. So I'm watching this the whole time, and the favorites are, like, duking it out at the top. And he's in the worst lane. Lane 8 is always the worst lane. Outside lanes, always the worst. Mm -hmm. Slowest qualifying time. Mm -hmm. I'm watching him, and I'm like, man, Mom, he's just, like, really coming out early and and really just going, and he's keeping up. And my mom's like, I don't even know who that is. Mm -hmm. He freaking won. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that. I love underdog stories. That's so cool. 18-year-old. He was like, I just was swimming. I didn't care about anybody around me. He was like, all I could think about is my family, my country, and how much I really just was excited to be in the final. And he, man, he won by like more than a second. And I was like, this is unreal. He beat the world record holder, the Olympic record holder, the favorite. Mm -hmm. He like killed everyone. And I was like, Tunisia on the map. Like, <laughs> Did we say this or did I have it in another conversation? How athletes today... Um, are so much uh, more everything compared to Olympians back, you know, even 10 years. I don't I don't think you've mentioned that, but no, you're absolutely right. Like, like if you took the Olympians, whoa. I mean, because we it's like every single year there's everybody's breaking these records every year. So I just they're just bigger, better, faster. Yep. Younger. Mm -hmm. I mean, skateboarding made its debut. And 13-year-olds won first and second place in the girls' division. Or the women's, excuse me. Not girls, women's. And surfing. It was from Japan and Brazil. Surfing. Surfing Hawaii. I know. What was her name? Carissa? I forgot her name. Is it Carissa Moore? I think she's from Hawaii and she won gold, the first gold medal. Did she? That's so good. In surfing. Yep. U.S. surfer Carissa Moore wins Olympic gold. It should be somebody from Hawaii. <laughs> And she did her thank you speech in Japanese. And she was from Hawaii. So mm -hmm. she is from Hawaii. And uh, that's really nice of her. She she did her whole thank you speech in Japanese. Because she's in Japan. Perfect. That's what Hawaii people do. We try to speak the language that is what of wherever we're visiting. Good for her. January 4th is declared Carissa Moore Day in her home state of Hawaii. Aw. She has like an actual day. I'm like, whoa, congratulations, Carissa Moore, Hawaiian, and doing speeches in Japanese for the locals. It's 
sweet. That's awesome. That is awesome. I did not know that, and that makes me feel kind of good. <laughs> you go, Hawaii. Really cool. Yeah, I actually didn't know there was like three on three basketball. We just won Olympic gold for the first time. There are a, apparently a very a lot of new sports. There's just so many random sports. And I'm like, how did that get into skateboarding? Come on. How did that become an Olympic sport? I have no idea. But it's like pickup games, you know, like in on the streets, you know, like basketball in the streets, mm-hmm. three on three. I know. And then that's funny. That's an Olympic sport. My uncle was a um okay. professional skateboarder back in the day. I wonder if he would have, he could have been in Olympics. gone to the Olympics. His dad did. I think I think his father did as a boxer. I'm excited to watch uh, track and field coming up soon. That's going to be badass. Our one lady who throws the shot put, I don't know her name per se, but she wears like a Hulk mask. Mm-hmm. And she sometimes dyes her hair like green. Beast mode. And we have the world record holder in the shot put for the men's. He threw that thing so far. I was like, this is intense. Like, like intense. So I want to leave you with some fun tidbits because you're going to Costco tomorrow, right? Yep. So Business Insider did like a survey of the typical Costco shopper. Uh Meet the typical Costco shopper, a 39-year-old Asian-American woman earning more than $125,000 a year. That, in the entire world of Costco's, is your typical Costco shopper. shopper. Uh, is a 39-year-old Asian woman earning more than $125,000. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. Good for her buying in bulk. Well, because she probably has to feed a lot of people. I mean... I didn't, I used to think it was a stupid idea, honestly, to buy in bulk until our family started growing and expanding. And then it was like Ohana life, right? You know, it's our family plus it's the grandparents come over and then it's the aunts and the uncles and then the other nieces and nephews. And then it's like you're cooking for 20 people and it's more than once a week. You have to buy in bulk. (laughs) You have to buy in bulk. Yeah, I bet. Toilet paper for sure. Right. Well, not anymore because we have bidets. I mean, we still buy toilet paper, but it's not like every Costco trip anymore. And we used to go to Costco twice a month. And then there was a time when we were going almost every week. But it would almost be like you'd have to buy toilet paper. Every single trip. And Costco size toilet paper (laughs) is like, I don't know, it's It's like 30 rolls or something like that. (laughs) feels like it yeah something like that when you have this many people in one house it would be like it goes it goes you know i gotta say like we keep talking about toilet paper (laughs) i know we keep talking maybe you'll have to cut that out i don't know i don't know if we have enough material for a really solid episode but um well we're looking to expand into the virtual world with my ties at sunset there will be a lot of advertisement going up in a game called Second Life and also in a few other online forums on Discord. So I'm really excited. Hopefully we um, loop in some new listeners mm-hmm. and gather a, a bigger following. I think a lot of people out there will uh, be tuning in soon. Those are very with interesting that, ways to interact with you. Yes. Because I am so not I'm really a excited to... to- <laughs> I try. It's fun. I mean, it's fun. I know I've seen you try a couple times to play video games with me, and then you talk to me about playing with your daughter. And I was just like, you're not a gamer. I'm I'm not. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Back in the day, I did beat Super Mario Brothers, 
you know, when the first Nintendos were kind of, well, I don't even think it was the first one. It was yeah. probably several generations later. But that was like the one and only game that I beat <laughs> in my entire life. That's fine. And that was a long time ago. And since then, it's like I've played lots of other video games. You know, I could I hated Pac-Man. Pac-Man never went the direction that I wanted him to go. <laughs> Neither did Ms. Pac-Man. You have to, the, you have to figure out the no, nope, no. Nope. They just, they yeah. just. I always, I always uh, made friends with the ghosts. I, that was just. We always met up. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> well, with that. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of My Ties at Sunset. We really appreciate your patronage and you following us and listening in on our random blurbs about Hawaii and farm life, et cetera, et cetera, and Costco trips plus toilet paper. <laughs> but if you're interested in seeing more and the videos and all the items that Mai brought out from her trip to Marukai, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out at MyTiesAtSunset.com and listen in to our next podcast every week, anywhere you subscribe to your favorite podcast. And until we meet again, ahoy ho!